0: Hello, beauties, welcome back to the Jolie Life Podcast, your home to change your life with food and intentional living. I'm here, your host, Julia, to inspire you, to motivate you, and hopefully give you the techniques so that you can truly achieve the goals that you have. And I am super excited about today's podcast, which is on confidence. And confidence is so important. It is literally the bedrock that helps us to achieve our goals. It is what keeps us going when we're at the edge of our comfort zone, when we're about to approach something new. And it is what gives us the ability to trust ourselves in midst of change. So how often does doubting yourself stop you from making change. So you want to get started on a goal. Let's say it's losing weight or unhooking from sugar or starting a new fitness routine, or maybe it's completely unrelated to health, but you have this goal and you are afraid that it won't work. You're afraid that you'll get halfway to your goal, for instance, and the weight will come back on, you won't really be able to unhook from sugar, a stressful time will come and you'll go back to it. Or maybe it's alcohol that you want to unhook from. We're about to approach a season of heavy, heavy drinking. So maybe it's that where you want to avoid that kind of feeling of just being slowed down by alcohol and actually literally weighed down by it. So you want to start something And you know that you will feel better if you changed how you ate or how you live, but you don't know if you can do it. You lack confidence that you can do it. And for so many people, just like you, for me, when I was beginning my journey, the struggle of even the first steps is rooted in lack of confidence. You don't think you can do it or you've relapsed so many times or it's too hard or you think that this is not for you. This is for others or like me when I started my weight loss journey, I was afraid of failure and literally I started it and I didn't tell anyone, not even my family because I didn't want them to make comments. I didn't want them to say, oh, well, is that on your program or... Oh, I thought you weren't supposed to be eating that because I wasn't sure if it was really going to stick. And the worst thing about not having confidence is if we don't overcome that or we don't say, fuck it. (laughs) I don't have confidence. I'm going to keep going. It literally stops us from even trying. It stops us from making the first step. And Truly, I think the lack of confidence is really a combination of fear, a failure, as well as fear of success. And it's really interesting. The question is, will I be able to master food? If I lose weight, if I'm successful, will I be able to keep it off? That's the whole fear of success. Like I've lost weight. Now, will I be able to keep it off? Or can I actually stop emotional eating? And okay, let's say I'm successful and I stop emotionally. What in the world do I do with my emotions? So here we are in the state of wanting to do something and not having the confidence. The confidence isn't there. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust your ability to make a change and to keep a change. You don't trust your ability to continue. And I remember... I was so afraid of losing weight and regaining it. There's numerous statistics about how people lose weight and gain it back, lose weight and gain it back. And I didn't want to be that statistic cause it is pretty darn hard to lose close to 90 pounds. And it took me a long time to just get off of that fence and deciding that I am with it. And I found that the answer to lack of confidence is to really investigate. So our lack of confidence is based on our past failures. It's based on things that we've tried that haven't worked out or things that other people have tried that haven't worked out or areas where, okay, we've gone to the gym for a while, but then we slacked off. So we have a lot of evidence that, okay, we don't do what we say we're going to do, or we're not able to keep up the momentum. And our brain goes to that. It goes to that past experience, that past information. And in order to build confidence, we need to stack up undeniable proof that we can do what we've set our mind to do. We can do our goal. And the best way to stack up, like this is possible for me, and I think that's the biggest step in terms of confidence is just beginning to consider the possibility that you could change and the possibility that the change could stick. And so how do we do that? The best advice is to act first. And that's literally what I did. I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna stick, but I'm just gonna do it because staying where I am, I am absolutely sure is not gonna get me anywhere near where I want to be. And so action first, you must lead with action. Action is so important because it does two things. It delivers us from the quagmire Thought like the whole thought cycle we go through, which is actually just a cover or a way for our protective side of our brain to keep us safe, to keep us doing nothing. So sometimes like you say, okay, I wanna lose 20 pounds and you spend the next month investigating the best diet, learning about nutrition, well, will this give me enough protein? Is keto the best way to go? What will this do to my health? And you end up in this rabbit hole and you never get out and you actually never end up making a decision. And honestly, your first step, your first action doesn't necessarily have to be the best action because literally the best action is the one that's going to move you towards your goals. So, for me, I was paleo. I'm like, or primal rather. I'm like, I can do this. I can eat meat. I can eat cheese. I can eat vegetables. I can eat fruits. I can abstain from grains. I can do this. Was this necessarily the best diet? There's people who say yes. There are people who say no. But it actually got me started, which is the important thing. So, I caution you, don't get wrapped up in researching, finding, assessing the best approach, because in the end, that keeps you from doing anything. And as I found in the action, I learned what I needed. So in the process of doing, you're gonna actually learn what works for you, what fits, how your body feels best. Action is where all the juicinesses. The other thing that action does is it gets us started in creating wins. It gets us started in creating positive feedback and those wins will be the proof that we need to build our confidence. So when I started Primal, December 5th, 13 years ago, my confidence kept growing with every time I got on the scale, and I saw the scale going down, or if I didn't see the scale going down, I woke up and I had more energy, or I went up the stairs and I was less out of breath, or I put on something and it was less tight, or I went to the gym and I could do a little bit better than I did the last time. Those wins build our confidence that yes, I can do this yes, I see progress. That's what action does. If I had stayed thinking about, okay, well, what's the best diet? What should I do? What's the best workout? I wouldn't have had any of those wins. I would still be out of breath going up the stairs. So the action brings us the wins. So begin by asking yourself, what would have to have happened for me to look back in a week or a month and have pride in what I've done. And so as I sat there contemplating this new diet, what would have had to happen a week from now or a month from now for me to feel good? And literally at that point, it was that I tried, that I actually took the time to invest in myself. It would be that I didn't gain weight because I was on a trajectory up and the scale was only up. So even a zero, a neutral was progress to me. I would be proud of myself if I lost weight. I would be proud of myself if I literally went to the gym on a regular basis. And for me, I set the bar low. I said, you go every single day because we always know there will be days when you don't get there. So the goal was to go every single day and I only had to be there for 20 minutes and I could do whatever I wanted to do. So if I got there for 20 minutes and just stretched for 20 minutes, that was fine. If I went on the treadmill for 20 minutes, that was fine. If I went on the bike for 20 minutes, that was fine. If I sat in the sauna for 20 minutes, that was fine. The point was I got myself to the gym and literally that created a huge amount of change. So think about, okay, what would make when you're setting these like, okay, I'm going to move into action. Think about what would make you proud and pride. It's what confidence is made of, honestly, like sometimes pride gets a bad rep, but we literally should be proud of ourselves. We should feel good about ourselves. We should be like, yeah, I did that. Or I put my neck out there or I... I tried, I put my hand out there even. So taking pride in yourself and in what you've done is what confidence is literally made of, just as the experiences of past failures are what lead us to doubt and even causes us to not even start. So pride is the yin yang of self-doubt. Past failures, They create the doubt, they create the failure to start. Pride gives us confidence to start, to try, to push forward. And action is literally what creates the wins. And wins create momentum and more wins. And the more wins you have, the more proof you have, and the more your confidence grows. It is a wonderful virtuous cycle. So the action creates trust in yourself and confidence in its very essence at the seed of it is trusting yourself. We build confidence when we act and I will always say small actions first. Those are the most important things and consistency meaning continuing to take action, doing it day after day after day, showing up for yourself on a daily basis, and then you begin to trust yourself. So for example, if you have the goal of losing weight, there are a gazillion things that you can do to get there. You could take a walk every day, you could stop drinking soda. That's what my dad did. He stopped drinking soda and stopped eating donuts. And my dad literally lost like 50 pounds. So that's a small action. It gave him confidence. He consistently did it every day and he built momentum. And now he eats healthy and he continues to lose weight. And that small like change in his diet is what he needed to open the door, to believe that this is possible for me. And it's super important, like when you think about, okay, what's the action to do, that you make the action doable. And I that doesn't mean that it's not a stretch. Of course, it should be a little bit of a stretch outside of your comfort zone. Otherwise you stay where you are, but your action, shouldn't be so big that you set yourself up for failure because then you'll break your promise and that erodes your confidence, that erodes your ability to accumulate wins. And so for example, when we talked about the gym, my goal was to go every day and I only need to go for 20 minutes a day. If on the other hand I had said, okay, I'm gonna do a HIT workout every day, that literally, After about two sessions, I probably would have been so sore, I wouldn't have gone back to the gym again. So that type of goal is so far outside of my comfort zone that it becomes almost impossible. And instead of building my confidence, like the 20 minutes, it ends up eroding my confidence. The other thing I want to discuss with you in terms of building confidence is the second part of this is counting your wins reminds you of where you have come. Because it takes a while for your self-identity to catch up with who you are. So, for example, a year later, I lost a ton of weight. I had gotten fit. I had muscles. I was like a size six, a size eight. A huge, huge changes for me. But still, I laugh at myself. I refuse to wear a pair of jeans because... I was convinced that I would go to the store and go to Bloomingdale's and not a single pair of jeans would fit me. And that's because your identity lags behind what actually happened. It takes a while and I'm going to do another podcast on body dysmorphia because that is a real thing. It takes a while for you to catch up. It takes a while for you to realize, Oh, things have shifted and Literally, when I finally did go buy a pair of jeans, I, of course, got the biggest size that they had there because I was convinced no jean would fit. And it shouldn't have been to my surprise, but to my surprise, it was too big. And I'm like, what was I so fearful of? Do I not literally know what happened? Do I not know my measurements, my weight? Do I not know my dress size? Why did I still think that there wasn't a single pair of jeans at Bloomingdale's that would fit me? Why? Because identity lags behind status. So action begins just a wrap up with small promises that we can do so we don't break our promises. To ourselves, breaking our promises is another way of eroding our confidence. If you think about, we've all had friends that are always like, yes, 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 I'll do it. And they don't do it. Literally, I have a son who reminds me of the parable where the man asks his son to do something and his son says yes and he doesn't do it. And then the other son always says no and then he does it. My son is the second. He will tell me, Oh, I can't do that mom. And then next thing I know, I turn around and boom, it's done. That builds confidence. If he was the person who always said, yes, I'll do it and never did it, I would have zero confidence. It's the same with us. So when we set our action points, we really want to keep them. We want to put them in a place where we can actually achieve them because we do not want to break the promises that we make to ourselves. We need to trust our word. We need to trust our relationship with ourselves. And the way that we do that is by keeping our word. The other benefit of keeping your word, besides it building your trust in yourself, your confidence in yourself, is that it also builds habits. And habits are literally the gold of transformation. Because once you begin to internalize something, once you begin to make something automatic, once you begin to make a habit, that habit soon transforms into part of your identity. It's something that you always do. And when you reach that transition, it makes it infinitely easier to keep your promises to yourself. So for example, I'll go back to my, you know, not eating bread analogy. I was like, okay, I'll do this for 30 days. I'm not going to eat bread. And literally, I didn't eat bread. I might have eaten other things like rice, but literally, I did not eat bread. And then it became kind of a habit of, oh, I don't eat bread. And after, say, a month 2 three months it wasn't hard to pass the bagel or to pass the bread plate or to pass the bread basket because it was just like oh I don't really eat that and once it becomes something like that then it becomes very very automatic and once it becomes part of your habit you literally have freedom with that and so now do I sometimes eat bread yes but it's not part of my routine. So if I eat bread, I eat it, but I don't eat a ton of it, not because I, I limit myself, but just because it's not one of those things that I regularly eat, or I don't look for it, or I'm not like, oh, I must have a sandwich, or oh, I'm, I'm eating soup, so I must have a piece of bread, because it's not my habit. So that's the amazing thing about developing habits. It makes it so much easier to keep your promises to yourself. It makes it so much easier to have confidence and trust in yourself. And it makes it so much easier that once you get to your goal, you're able to maintain your goal. And the last thing that I will say is that perfection is completely not necessary in this whole thing. Your goal is to win in the long term. And so there will be missteps. There will be actions that you don't take. There will be times that you fall back, but the important guiding principle is the goal is to win long term. And so when I started my journey, I was like, I'm going to do this for at least a year. And so there was no timetable on when I needed to lose X amount of weight. I was more interested in really being faithful to the process and letting the winds build because I guarantee you, whenever you let the winds build, the results will come with it. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have... Please like us. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends about us. Please share on social media about us. And you can learn more about The Jolie Life. You can learn more about me on our website at www.thejolielife.com. You can also find us at Instagram, on Instagram, at The Jolie Life, and me at, at Living the Jolie Life. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Ciao.